Welcome to the Bikes, Brews, and Booze podcast. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida, along with my co-host, Mauro from Santos Cycles, Justin from Ormon Brewery, and Jeremy from Copper Bottom Distillery. We take you into the world of motorcycles, craft breweries, and craft distilleries. So get ready for the ride of a lifetime. Welcome back to the Bikes, Brews, and Booze Show. This is your host, Rev the Barber, from the world-famous Main Street Barbershop, Daytona Beach, Florida. And we are here at Copper Bottom Distillery with Jeremy. How we doing? And Justin from Orman Brewery. Good to be here. And Mauro from Santos Cycles. How you doing? What's up, man? You've been uh, all over the country. Been doing, yeah, you, you finally back in town with us? I am. <laughs> back in town, hopefully for a while. Yeah. It was a slow season this year for the storms. Yeah, I'm not going to completely blame it on Morrow, though, that we've been on a almost two-month hiatus. Part of that was my fault. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's all excusable. Yeah. <laughs> I will take it back. It's not exactly my fault. We're not going to litigate that here, right? Yeah, we're not, yeah that's for the lawyers <laughs> to figure out. <laughs> was it me? Was it me? <laughs> I did not ask. <laughs> there it is. No. So we got a, a new beer. Well, no, we're gonna start with the uh, rum. Yeah, yeah. So you got a new rum coming out? Yes. Well, I've got like honestly, I've got five new rums coming out. I've got one coming out this next week. We've got a new beer barrel finished rum. Uh, we did this one with uh, Moonrise, and they did a coffee coconut porter in one of our rum barrels, and then we got it back, and then uh, it's been sitting in there for about a year. So it's a little over three years old, and I just got it in the tank today, so it should be tomorrow I'm going to start bottling it, and we should have some ready by Wednesday when, when we open up. Not that that matters, because this is probably going to be out after that, but we'll have it out pretty soon here this week. So I got the last one out pretty quick. So th- this one, yeah, it was like the next day, I think. So. so Yeah, so the first one we're going to do is the beer barrel, so that'll be our... Believe it or not, it's our ninth release. I can't every time I look at it, I'm like, I can't believe we got right. nine releases of that. So it'll be the ninth release of that, and then um, I've got another release of our port finished rum um, coming out here pretty soon. Our sherry finished rum. We have a new wine finished rum, which was with uh, Dragonflower uh, Winery out on the west coast of Florida. They did a blend in our rum barrel. They did a um, let's see, it was. Uh, Cab, Shiraz, and something else. There's another grape in there too. Anyway, they they did a blend in our rum barrel. I've got it. It's ready to go. So we're going to pull that out. We're coming up on the holiday season, so I like to have as much out as possible during during the holidays. And then um, we've got a brand new product that we were going to release, hopefully for our anniversary, but our anniversary passed like 22 days ago, so that didn't exactly happen. But uh, we're doing a whole new product as well, which I'm not sure I'm supposed to say anything, but I'm here, so we'll say it. I, we're doing a bottled and bond rum. And for you guys who don't know what bottled and bond is, bottled and bond is a, it's a whole set of regulations. It was actually the first food safety regulation in U.S. history. I can't remember the exact date, but it was like in the, sometime in the 1800s, there was um, bourbon specifically, you know, people were releasing bourbons that were not up to bourbon standards. People adding like iodine to color it and all these different things to 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 say it was something right. that it wasn't. Well, the Bottled and Bond Act was actually a uh, a food safety act that mandated that at the time, like I said, it was bourbon specific, but it can happen for any spirits. It had to be aged for a minimum four years. It had to be bottled at one hundred proof. So 50% alcohol, so that'll be a new thing for us. That's, that'll be the highest that we've released. It had to be stored in a federally bonded warehouse, which, believe it or not, we are. We're a bonded warehouse. And um, it had to be distilled in one distilling season by one distiller in one distillery, I believe it was. So there's a lot of regulation behind it. And it's, um, it's one of those things that kind of died and went away because there was no need for it. Bourbon right. became... You know, the, the regulations and everything, the standards became pretty good, and so nobody really messed with it. Um, but it's, you're starting to see a, reser- a resurgence of bottled and bond products. Does it taste different than your regular? Yes, because it's, yeah. it's going to be one of the oldest. It's got to be at least four years old, so it's going to be one, and we've only five years old. 
So right. this is, these are some of the first barrels that we put down. Yeah. And it has to be at 100 proof. So it's going to be higher proof than anything else that we right. released. So yes, it's going to definitely taste different. Um, but you're starting to see a resurgence because you're starting to see the same problems in the spirit industry that you were seeing back then. Because of the craft. Uh, yeah, well, the, no, not even the craft distilleries. The big distilleries, the problem you have is you don't know where it's coming from. Gotcha. So, you know, there's a lot of brands out there that don't actually have distilleries and they're just buying and sourcing stuff from other places and you put to throw a fancy you know throw a fancy label on it put it in a fancy bottle and you've all of a sudden got a bourbon brand that yeah. you had nothing to do with the making of it but you're a fancy you know, but since it says bottled and bond it, it bottled and bond means it had, it had to be here it had to be made from where whatever's on that label right. for us it's here so right. so a lot you're starting to see a resurgence in it because you're starting makes to it more legit makes it more legit and you yeah. know exactly where it came from yeah. whereas with some of these other big brands out there a lot of them are just being sourced in from other places so will it be similar to your uh, it'll be similar to our single barrel but higher because yeah, yeah, it will right. be a single barrel bottled and bond so right. it's going to be a single barrel bottled and bond but at 100 proof gotcha that's why I'm four figured, years old. And I figured it was going to taste more like the uh, single barrel than mm -hmm. it would be the silver. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. the silver is unaged, so you're right. you're getting a lot of different flavors in that. But right. the bottled and bond, it's the, or the uh, the single barrel is aged for you know our regular single barrel we age for a minimum two years. Yeah. Um, this one's got to be four years, so it's going to be double the time and you know a lot more proof as well. I think it shows more of a legitimacy for the distillery too, because you're having to have an, a longer aged. Yeah, uh, product. Yeah, so that's that, true. So none of these younger distilleries can have a, an age. Product. Yeah, you got to be at least four years old yeah. to do it. That's yeah, true. So shows. And we just shows turned commitment. five this month. Yeah. So shows a commitment. That's for sure. <laughs> You're going to be around a while. Them years is long term. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beers we very rarely exceed one year of aging. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's the upper limit of our aging process. Yeah. Like six months to a year is really what we do. Low ABV. So that's yeah. It doesn't translate yeah. quite as well. But, uh, but I'll tell you, cool. Another cool thing, we've talked quite a few times about, you know, Justin and I doing something together. I actually have three barrels back there right now from Orman Brewing. Oh yeah. So we 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 will have a collaboration between the two of us finally after after all these after years. all these years five <laughs> plus about, years for yeah. us talking about it. And it's yeah. been two years we on the podcast it. talking yeah. about it. So after two years of us talking yeah. about it, we, we finally we finally made it happen. So is one of them a donkey? Don Quixote barrel? No, I, <coughs> there are three bootlegger barrels that oh, we, still have, we bottled yeah. up for this year, so it's it's really yeah. solid. There's, yeah. um, I think, jeez, um, I forget. I think one Woodford Reserve one barrel, Woodford, two, two Buffalo two Trace Buffalo barrels. Yeah. We had four barrels. We had two and two. We had one barrel actually like get compromised, so we lost like, right. you know, it actually got compromised like part of the way into it. So we lost like twenty five gallons, you know, the yeah. barrel, and we recovered the rest. But that's good. But the um, the barrel, the seal just failed in the barrel. We like knew it was happening and knew it was happening. And it's like, yeah, all right, we're gonna see if it seals up. We put wax on it. We, you know, nothing happened. It just kept sipping. That sucks. Yeah, it did. Well, we 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 took it off. We blended it with a new beer that we made. We made like ninety gallons of an imperial stout. We blended it with that barrel age. We put it just on draft, and so we didn't waste all the liquid. We went yeah, you know, waste the barrel entirely. But you know, buying used barrels from the you know, whiskey industry, there's not much guarantee as far as this barrel is going to seal. Right. You know, we steam them beforehand. We put water in it, like, very quickly. You know, we steam it, you know, like, unless it's super fresh wet, but even then it's a, you know, gamble as far as if you put liquid in it, it's going to, you know. Yeah. Oh, we put 55 gallons of beer in it. We're going to lose 55 gallons of beer in the next two days because... You hope not. <laughs> it's not swelled yet. You hope not, but but um, it has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but we gave Jeremy those barrels. So they were they were pretty fresh. They right? were very fresh. Yes. Yeah, I think it was the day before. I contacted yeah. and said, "Hey, we're emptying these out today." And he's like, "I'll be by in the morning." So you yeah. should have been able to. Yeah. No, they're they're good, and they still had uh, you know little you know you couldn't get all of it out. So we got we got a little bit left in the bottom of it, which is that yeah. always helps too to, to yeah. keep it to keep it fresh. So yeah. No, it's exciting. So, I'm, I'm pumped up about those. Those those should be good ones. It's our. Yeah. Fifth iteration of that. So how long seven? will those those three barrels stay on? On uh, uh, we'll probably let it sit a year. Cool. It's usually what we do is we generally try to let it sit a year. Um, so, but this is the first time we've had three of one. Company. You know, we usually do one barrel at a time, so this will be three. So this will be a big release. Yeah. Or what we might do is we might let one sit longer. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it, there's a there's a couple things we can do. So I'm 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 excited to see what comes out of it. 
Yeah. For a big party. Hell yeah, yeah. that would be, be awesome. Fun. We know how this, how this planning parties works. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We're, we're not very good at that. <laughs> Next well, time. I mean, lots, lots, more, of, uh, lots, lots of things. Lots of ambition on. really early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. Mara, Mara, Mara went out of town and I went through hell. Mm. And so we, uh, we just can and aim. I were just busy. And I yeah. think we could aim more That's for fun. Bike Week and we'd be all right. Well, Jeremy, Jeremy and I will, you know, forge forward with the bottle release and yeah. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be awesome. And we'll get him back, and maybe we'll brew a beer before he like releases all. Maybe we can reserve a certain portion of it to where we have a party at the distillery for the initial release, then we do a party at the brewery afterwards. Hell yeah! So we like throw a party this year, and then after me having it back for a year and doing the second you know iteration of the same beer, I host the second party, then we alternate years or something. Well, maybe that's what I do with the third other barrel. barrel. I was about to say maybe that's what we do with the third barrel. We take we leave one of them in there a little longer and do that the second time. Around. But I, I do bootlegger every year, and I have a couple other side projects that are going pretty big. So I mean, we can we can make some plan happen. some more of these. You know, yeah, I like that. Moonrise isn't giving you another barrel. I don't think anytime no, soon. No, not anytime soon. No. <laughs> I don't, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, yeah, and and you know we we try to use a you know, and we've talked about this before. Unfortunately, you know we're we've got. Distributor issues and oh. stuff like that, but those are not issues. Yeah, well, they're, you're exactly <laughs> right. They're not issues for us. No. But um, but no, it's, it was one of those yeah, things. We got we to start throwing some parties. You know, the, yeah. Yes, yeah, like yes. With Santos Palooza, we, it's going to still happen. I think our problem was is we tried to do well, it for Biketoberfest. The event's bigger than this yeah. year's Biketoberfest was. I mean, this is yeah. a big event. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the community wasn't ready for how big this is. That's it's that's gonna be true. They didn't bring enough people to town this year. So. Yeah. And I think our, our big, I thought about this after our podcast, we recorded the podcast. I was like, crap, if tomorrow gets a storm, this is not going to happen. Did. And he did. On. So if we do it for bike, bike week, then there's no storms in, in March. So we'll be okay. But That's true. We are not even in storm season right. at that point. Right. And it's a bigger event. Yeah. I thought about how bad of an idea it was once I've seen a storm was coming right after our podcast episode. I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Tomorrow's going to be out of town. Yeah. <laughs> then if he gets a second one, he's not even going to be in town for Biketoberfest. So. I got back right, right, that right same week. Right? You got that, yeah. You got back the same week. So, yep. if there was a second storm right behind that one, you wouldn't have been. You made it back in town for Biketoberfest. So, yeah, yeah, the project forges forward. We're gonna. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. We're working. We, are we got working. stuff going here, and I, I think Bike Week could be a good aim. So yep. we actually just emptied a barrel um, last week, which is pretty cool. We actually did two. Um, one of which we're releasing, and one of which we did some sampling of tonight for our Mugland night, but. Um, the first one was a Belgian Golden Strong Ale, which is like a 10.5% Golden Strong Ale. Ooh. Oh, wow. We put it in a 60-gallon um, Pinot Noir barrel. Nice. And we put 30 pounds of blackberries and 30 pounds of raspberries in the barrel before we added the beer to it. So oh, that sounds uh, amazing. 30 pounds of each? Yeah, 60 oh, pounds gosh. of fruit. Holy crap. And a a pound, did, you, did you bring it with A pound you? per gallon. I do have a bottle with me. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so because it's... It. it's um, it's a high gravity beer, so I mean, it's a you know eleven percent alcohol. It's a sipping beer. Yeah, um, it's a Belgian Golden Strong Ale, so it has notes of you know a little bit of clove, a little bit of you know banana esters in it, and stuff like that. Um, but the tartness the berries give to it changes it like completely over. You know, it's a mm-hmm. it's a really cool beer. And then uh, brought a new New England IPA that we have. So that's set the the that's set the Belgian though. <laughs> it's a it, I love but, Belgian style anyway. Yeah, it was it was the second time we used the barrel. <clears throat> so adding fruit is like, all right, we're not going to use this barrel again. We're going to turn it to two planters. Right. right. I was about to say, <laughs> take the chainsaw. I'm, yeah. I've got one of the. I've got yeah. two of those up front. Yeah. <laughs> Chainsaws and barrels, you know, make great flower pots. That's true. That's <laughs> very true. So you get two or three uses out of it, unless you have a friend that's a distillery that you can swap and stuff the, back and forth with. And then the sixty gallon is perfect for a planter. That's what we have. I have, I have, a, I have a Chardonnay barrel out front that we did the exact same thing with. Yep. Yep. So. So, um, but yeah, so we, we put all that fruit in there and retired the barrel after that, but it's, it's pretty intense. That's our, our coolest yeah. new project. We have, you know, we have a new beer. We have a rye IPA. That was a new one for us. Um, a couple of new sours. Yeah. Let me, I'm, you want to go ahead and get it? I want to go ahead and taste them. Keep talking. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to go grab the beer. It's cool. Um, but yeah, we keep running through the gamut of, you know, experimental stuff. You know, we're pretty much, you know, sour beers three years ago, we didn't keep on draft at all. But we pretty much at all point, you know, every day of the week we have a sour, even two sours on draft now, which is something that 
you know, three years ago that this area wasn't really ready for. So hmm. it's a pretty interesting dynamic shift. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like the sours. Uh, They're I, usually fruited. You know, at least one of them is yeah. fruited sour. Um, we Probably did one well. last week, which is an old German-style sour beer. It's called Lichtsteiner. Lichtsteiner? Yeah. Something like that. Lichtsteiner. <laughs> but the um, he uses smoked malt, and it doesn't have any fruit in it whatsoever. So it's a sour smoked beer, which uh, kind of tastes like boar's head. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. Really? <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> and you made one? Yeah, we did make one. I don't know if it's... Uh, Someone's it going to be ready. Probably, probably into this week. Yeah, it's a unique beer. One of my brewers like really got behind it and started researching and came to me with all his research. He's like, "Can I make one?" I'm like, "Sure." You know, I'm not very never going to stifle creativity. Right. <laughs> yeah. But um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'll try anything once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Almost anything. <laughs> but um, give it to Mikey. He'll he'll drink it. I've been uh, going to quite a few breweries that live in going around the country and I'm seeing more more people have root beer on tap. Is that does that go hand in hand with wine? I think it's a you know a kid, you know, family, you know, friendly family environment brewery. type situation. So uh twist them a little bit. I think that sorry I I gave you defective cups I guess. <laughs> but um you know as a brewery we try to be family friendly. You know, we have a couple games in our beer garden and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the um you know, you got them all open? I got them all open, yeah. <laughs> You've done this before. I have. But, um, you know, I think that's the component of it, is why they're good root beer. You know, we keep sodas on draft. I just don't want to dedicate a tap to right to a root beer that we do that we're not going to sell nearly as much as a regular beer. Uh-huh. So, and so do I don't have any really good root beer recipes. But it's not regulated by a TTB, so I wouldn't need to pay, like, like fees for making it, mm-hmm. um, you know, no taxes, no you know alcohol taxes on it. But we can we can make a root beer huh. under law. We have the ability to carbonate pretty much anything. Oh, you're you're always ready. <laughs> Bottle opener on me. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of people do root beers. We just we haven't got behind it. That's a nice color to it. By the way, it's a great bottle too. Yeah, it looks like a really cool bottle. You yeah, sell them at the shop like that in the bottle? Yeah, we just released them tonight, actually. So, so it's. Uh, How much is that a bottle? Ten dollars a bottle. Ain't bad. Nah, that's not bad. So do I have to? No, you're you're not open tonight. You know what's down there? Yeah. We're doing a bug club night tonight. I want to buy one just because it looks cool. Man, we'll have them for a little while. It. I'll stop that one day this week. Sir, uh, since I kept your cake for like a month. <laughs> like, wow, Michael, Michael borrowed a. A cooler from us that we like lend out to a lot of people yeah. for like five weeks we didn't know where it was or six <laughs> weeks maybe I'm like who has it like none of us could figure out how to ask like three or four people and Gilbert was like maybe Michael has it yeah so I called Michael like you have it he's like oh yeah we haven't finished the keg yet I'm like dude you finished the keg like <laughs> whatever's left is not good anymore it's done six weeks should. dude yeah. <laughs> you haven't don't drink that I could have just I could have just brought back come on down I'll bring you in, give you a fresh beer no yeah uh, so. Chang put it on the kegerator, so the, the beer would we finished the beer like most oh, okay. of it. Okay, so it was. But we had a we had like I could have just brought back. We had three the, weddings in the same weekend. At your place? No, they bought oh, kegs from us, so we sold oh, like wow. we sold like nine kegs. I mean, we're allowed to sell. But say you can do that out of the shop, right? Yeah, we can sell kegs oh, out of the brewery, no problem. And we do it all the time. That's awesome. So people that have weddings like call us up and think, you know, can you sell us kegs? I'm like, yeah, here's our selection. Here's what we have. You know, and. Three different parties, two parties bought three kegs each, and one of them is a friend of mine that owns a, um, Brad that actually did the gentleman's ride, the fish tank, Brad, mm-hmm. is a good friend of his, so he kind of facilitated the beer as his wedding gift, and, and um, but we had two other people call up, and one other lady got like three kegs, and one other party got like two kegs, and wow, so we had like, you know, eight kegs of beer out, so I needed every tap that I, you know, <laughs> pump tap, everybody's like, can you provide like a pump tap for each keg that we get, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Except I had five, and I'm like, let me call my Michael. Friend. <laughs> yeah. I brought so. it back the same day he called me. <laughs> I yeah. cannot believe this is 11%. It's good. It's, it's good. good. Holy crap. That's good. This, well, this is naturally from 11%. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's just uh, just yeast. That's yeah. This. Oh, it smells good. We get it to 10 with just grain, and then we add the fruit to it and give it another. Yeah. I love first of all. First of all, I love kind of that sour 
sourness of it. But I've never, I don't think I've ever had anything 11% that's sour like this. Yeah. Well, it's not too sour, though. No, no, but it's, and I say sour. It's no. not really sour. It's, it's just the tartness from the fruit. It's the tartness, yeah. yeah it's a yeah. little tartness from the, it's not a sour beer. 60 pounds of fruit, yeah, no, it's a, it was a clean, golden straw ale going in. Just the yeah. fruit kind of gave it that. Oh, it's still, it's still, the fruit re fermented. So, so it's dry, which is weird because it's like, it's almost it's, like a wine. Is like that a like, wine, right? I'm about yeah. to say, it's like a wine, but, it's, it, you, but is that the Belgian that gives it that dryness? The Belgian does, but also six months of sitting in the well, barrel, and like, you know, it has enough time to ferment. We have an airlock in the barrel too. So is this so. similar to a barley wine? Um, you know, yes. I mean, the barley wine does not actually put on real fruit like that ever. The barley wine is just barley. Right. You know. And this is good. Um, we actually did release a barley wine, old ale, like kind of hybrid tonight. So that was we have a mug club, you know. We have a mug club night probably once every two to three months. We probably do four to six of them a year. And uh, this was last month, so we actually released the bottles tonight. And we had a an old ale that we put on that was aged in a port barrel that we released oh. tonight to the mug club members. We're gonna bottle up in like the next month and. So we keg it, and then we actually, you know, bottle it off the kegs in limited quantities. We do like five or six cases. So you know, we have seventy of these bottles, and after seventy, they're they're gone. So wow. How would someone usually drink it? They wouldn't drink it out of the bottle, right? You'd pour it in a glass, like we are. Split yeah. it off. I think yeah. you'd split it between four or five friends. I don't think yeah. it's something you'd want. Right. Yeah. You'd sip ounces of. No. Right. Yeah, you'd, that's a you'd that's sip on this over of. over an evening, right? Like sitting around playing yeah, cards, you around. sip on it. Playing cards or you know around the fire, or, yeah. you know, and the flavor probably comes cool. out even more as it warms up a little bit. It warms up, it doesn't necessarily, you know, it doesn't get worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's gonna get better. But yeah. the colors, I mean, it's a the colors, are like super rich. pink, super red. I mean, it's just it's the fruit that does it. It's a golden, you know, yeah, it's like a golden beer pink. beforehand, and then yeah. you know you put you know that much blackberry and that much raspberry on it. Just yeah, that color should have given you that barrel. I would have done. You'd have like a pink boots around. I'd have done something with it. Dude, for breast cancer awareness, there's no fruit left in that thing. I'm just. That's delicious. But we had trouble finding fruit, and actually, we found it frozen from like two different suppliers. Really? Yeah, and you know, I hate buying frozen fruit, but it was you know, it was aseptic frozen, so you know, harvested in season. You know, you try to buy you know grapes, and it's not the right exact season. You can't get anything. So yeah. That's something normally with the barley that I use and the hops I use. It's not like super seasonally, you know, dependent. Yeah. And probably same with your sugar. Yeah. So you know, exactly. year round, yeah. year round we get ingredients. It's not really, you know, not a big deal. Seasonal dependencies. So it's the nice part about the industries. How many bottles did you guys make? Seventy. Yeah, I'm coming. Pretty over limited, here. though. I was about to say, I would, yeah, it's super limited. Oh yeah, I, I'll be over this week. I'm in for a couple. I'm about to say, I could buy a lot of these. Yeah. Let me tell you, at least like it's good. This is delicious. Yeah, yeah at least fun too. When, we, when the employees made this bottle, we were all like, "Oh, that one's good." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, that yeah. one's good. Warren's like the, the three that I took. I'm like, you took three. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, can you steal them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow, this right. is this really is one that you could just sip on, kind of uh-huh. like you said, kind of like wine. Like you can, yeah, that's a sipping drink. But it's not, it's not sweet. It's dry. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, super dry because it fermented the fruit out. So, yeah. it's, it's so, so it came out came out good. You throw something in a barrel that's like wild and crazy like that, you know. So Tuesday night when the World Series starts, this is something I could just crack open at the very beginning and oh, just yeah. nurse the whole night. Nurse the whole night, yeah. <laughs> so I could just drink this by myself. Yeah. But you know, I tell you know, I tell my employees, I'm like, all right, so we're getting sixty pounds of fruit delivered tomorrow. You're gonna take it all and you're gonna put it in that barrel. They're like, the hole's only an inch and a half. I said, I know that's gonna be part of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Go back over there and then they'd taken a funnel, they'd cut the bottom off of it, and they had it like so it actually dropped the berries and two of them were sitting there like doing handfuls. <laughs> that's awesome. And they're like, My hands are so cold. <laughs> Should have put gloves. They're on. frozen. <laughs> like, Keep going. But yeah, it was a it was a fun project. The barrel projects for us is like Wild and crazy. Okay, we're finally ahead. You know, it's not going to be a full week. All right, well, you guys want to take a day off, or do you want to, like, you know, play around and do something fun with this? That's cool. That's cool. And again, the same thing is, you know, someone comes to me and is like, I have this recipe I really want to try. And talk to my taproom manager, Gilbert, and he's like, it's going to take forever to sell. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Well, you know, if somebody's being creative and it doesn't work out, then we'll take it off draft, we'll go to ABT or TTV, and we'll 
or both, you know, ABT usually and TTV bases off of them. But like, we'll call the ABT and we're like, we're going to dump a couple kegs and they're like, all right, no big deal. I'd yeah. rather than be creative. And a couple kegs, they don't really care. Yeah. They don't really care, but I'd rather my employees be creative and have, you know, access to that creativity where, right. you know. Oh, yeah. Because once in a while you hit, you know, a grand you slam. Know, I'm like, this, oh, this is, is a grand like, slam. Like, this is a good one. Yeah. This oh, yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, this so. is, this is a really good beer. I mean, it's amazing. Oh, I like it a lot. We have one where we, um, they're about to do. We eat some barley wine, but we're putting ancho chilies and coconut in it. Oh wow! So you know, it's Jeez. just kind of like, there you know, let's see what happens. So the problem, so and that's the only problem I have with some of the barley wines. They're just so like this is light compared to the like for eleven for eleven yeah. percent. It's light. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you, a lot of the barley wines are just so heavy, a lot of times. You, well, the Golden Strong Ale actually uses um, a lot of white sugar. You know. Yeah. Refined sugar to, to get the ABV up. Without the sugar, it'd probably be a six and a half or seven percent beer. Right. And so probably three percent of it, you know, three and a half percent sugar, and then uh, the berries make up another percent after that fact. So, so that's the nice thing about the Golden Strong Ale too. It's deceptive, you know. That's one that we always put on during like the colder months. Yeah. And it's usually like a nine and a half or ten percent beer, and it drinks like a five percent beer. Yeah. Hmm. Dangerous. Yeah, this is not It'll like a heavy. It's <laughs> yeah. not like a heavy stout or a heavy no. like. So the barley wines are very heavy. Like this yeah. is light. Oh, I could just drink. Kind of tastes like drinking raisins. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. This one, so. this could be dangerous. Oh, I could be trashed on this pretty quick. But that's our new series. <laughs> um, it's our locals only series. We I love the label, by the way. Handwrite the labels. We just oh, printed yeah. enough of them because you know we're only sixty kick and pre-printed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Put the label. description tag yeah. on the top because yeah. it can't fit all the stuff we want to say about it. Of course not. Yeah. That's a great bottle. Yeah, that's a that's a beautiful bottle. Sam, my bartender, has beautiful handwriting. She volunteered to like write all the labels for me. That's like, my wife with all of yeah. ours. Like I've got terrible handwriting. I'm like like our, all so of our much. stuff. Yeah, we we. I couldn't put her up to write the description of the bottle. Though. Yeah, that's it's like two paragraphs. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> need you to do eighty of these. Yeah. <laughs> Get Justin in the back. You're really you're really special people. You have her write those out. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing your gingerbread? Yeah, gingerbread actually is going out into the market tomorrow. Is it? So, yeah, we finished it last week, end of the week. We put it on for this last weekend, and uh, we're releasing it in cans for the first time ever. So, mostly mm-hmm. the brewery we gave the distributor like twenty cases, and they only wanted twenty, but we feel confident we can sell sixty or seventy. So, yeah, if the distributor sells out of what they have, we'll give them some of it until we run out. So. That's nice. It's a nice one. Yeah, I sent you a picture, what, last week? You guys had, like, premier space in Publix. Yeah, High Publix. level of everything. Publix has oh, been giving us love. Our, our, nice. Our shift and focus for this year, so the new Publix that went in on Granada and Ormond Beach has a oh, draft on, system. I was about to say, they're on tap over there. And we have two beers on tap, nice. which is good. And so we have the package there as well, so that anybody that tries it can drink, you know. But they have an 18 draft system. I haven't, I haven't been in there yet. I've heard a lot about it. Have they opened it's yet? Pretty cool yet. Not yet. I guess they're opening yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday yeah. next hear, week. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're on the cusp of it. But um, eighteen beers is a lot of beers on draft. We're yeah. not going to do growlers and crowlers. I mean, which public is for that? LPGA? No, Granada. Granada. Yeah. The new one. Granada, the new yeah. one that's opened up. Which was the last? Wow. Where the hell was that? Yeah. This is this is the one. This must have been on the one on Beachside in Bel Air. Bel Air. Yeah. Yeah, Publix has been giving us some. Oh yeah, that's nice. Eye level, everything. Eye level. That's a lot of. That's a lot of uh, space too, man. Look how many many Miller High Lives are above that. I know. (laughs) They point all my labels out now. Oh, they didn't yeah. used to do that. They didn't merchandise as well as they have been. They've, we've they're, talked about it with them, and they're like, "Listen, that's that's one hundred and one, though, man. It is one hundred and one. Label like, out, man. But you know, they're used to these boxes where I they don't, don't have know. to point the labels, and now they're they're dealing with these cans where every package they place, they have to point six cans. But they're doing it. So, oh yeah, looks nice was, too. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's that was pretty legit too. Like every label was out. Yep. Yeah, flying my uh, flying hey. my flag. Hey, listen, Daytona Bev is doing all right by you there. Yeah, doing all right for me, yeah. So, stepping the game up. So, they're going to have you guys on tap over there at the yeah, Publix. they have two taps. Right down the road from the... They have uh, Tropical and they have Ponds. Yeah. It was the old um, Luckies. Yeah, right down the road from the We're old... We're trying to get them to launch this other package. <laughs> this is our Cloud Nine. And this is actually going into draft this week for the first time ever. It's our Hazy IPA, which some of have been yeah. doing for... Almost two or three years. It's a super pop, uh, super popular segment in the market. Yeah. But it's been. Um, does anybody want cups for this, or they just want the can? We have four we cans. Yeah, we, four can. we have four people. Four cans. Oh, yeah. a can. Um, Justin but, just doesn't want to fight with my 
terrible cups. <laughs> That's part of it. I'll find, I'll find it the Pat second. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. uh, but this was a segment that, that I think became famous by uh, a couple of breweries, mostly in New England. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Sorry. It sounded beautiful. We, we always need a can pop and, at uh, some point on this podcast. And we, we fought with this recipe for a while. We probably did almost 40 renditions of it before we dialed it in. Really? That uh, many? Yeah, we did a bunch because we were doing it on a three-barrel system. It was our most popular uh, beer, so we were brewing it once every week and a half. So out of, you know, out of five batches of beer we did, two of them were New England IPAs for like a long time. And we finally got what we thought was the best, you know, hop blend down. The smell on that. That's it's like... Piney, the, the hops are dialed hop. in perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And this beer doesn't get very old either. Um, uses a lot of wheat. We use ancient grains like spelt malt. Um, tastes like New England. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> what does that taste like, Morrow? <laughs> What's really funny Have is... Have sip. <laughs> <laughs> I've put the podcast on a lot of these... Um, craft brewery like groups and so I've noticed lately a lot of the craft brewery groups are making memes about IPAs like against IPAs they are because they've gotten fruited yeah and people are putting like they've gotten so crazy yeah they've gotten so crazy that all these groups are like people put blueberry and you know orange juice and all that stuff I mean it's, it's the juice box generation of beer drinkers right and the it's tro- difficult the trophy juice box generation yeah, yeah. I mean you know it's like we want colorful cans that look like it's you know Right. High C or Hawaiian Punch. And you know what? I love your own. This one is not. This is ours nice. isn't. Ours is basic as fuck. But it, it is, <laughs> but it's... Excuse my language. But you know what? It is. I'll put the E on every one of our episodes. I was about to say, he's got an E anyway. It doesn't matter. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Because we always Let drop it fly, something. man. We always <laughs> drop something. Might as well make it worth it. Yeah. But it has this a, is a wintergreen kind of smell and taste into it. You get a wintergreen on it? No, see, I get like fresh... Like fresh hops, like that's what I get. And that might be the month. I mean, this is, it is a fresh beer. We don't yeah. we don't let this one sit around more than a month and a half. And this one we really regulated. Like that's if it was delicious. if this was packaged, it'd be like refrigerated only. Like I oh, would yeah. control this one. I'd be like, all right, if you want to keep our Blondale warm, you do that Fine. over there. I don't want this one ever ever yeah. getting. I want the delivery truck refrigerated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's um. Just because it reflects badly upon me if the product changes in taste or flavor or anything mm-hmm. like that. But this is, uh, and it was hard to get us, you know, dialed in on cans too. I mean, this this didn't, this was a really hard beer for us. Cans it was are, difficult because it oxidizes super easy. And all the fresh tough, hops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's, it. it smells like fresh hops, which is hard to do in a can. It's, it uses a ton of hops. This is why we sell them four packs instead of six packs. We sell them for the same price as a six pack. Yeah, that makes sense. Six packs, ten bucks of most of our beers. This four pack is ten bucks. And by the way, the keg is six point three. It smells good. Speaking of, we hit that most of the time. Sometimes we hit seven. Uh, Listen, sick. That that's high. I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, but it's 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 trying to be careful. I'm gonna be on the the phone. Ice not on the floor. It's awesome. Oh wow, correct, dude. Yeah, man. But this is what happens when you're going through. No more frozen lemonade for you. That's the other good thing that we've got going on now is the frozen beans, Jeremy. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if we even talked about that. I'm trying to remember what we talked about, but as of July, we were able to start selling drinks here at the shop. So we put a frozen drink machine, and we've all been sipping on frozen drinks here before we started up. Yeah, so now we I'm dropping things. I'm yeah, spilling things. Spilling stuff. Before the podcast, I spilled a whole frozen lemonade on my laptop. It was awesome. Yeah, that was... Yeah, we were worried if we were even going to make this happen, because... Yeah. Fro- about a whole frozen lemonade got spilled on the laptop, but yeah, uh, it seemed like we're still doing things here. Yeah, so that's good. I've cleaned it off. I'm just gonna have to take like an alcohol wipe when I get. I don't know if I do that either. Alcohol doesn't really work well no, either. One of the wipes. All right, uh, alcohol wipe. It should be all right. You do, you man. Yeah. Can you pour vodka on it? Yeah, hey. pour vodka. Yeah, enough alcohol on there. <laughs> so my, <laughs> so this is completely off subject. My daughter, had, my four year old, had like a like a little ear infection going on, and. Um, I think it's actually more like swimmers here because we, we just put in a pool and they're in the pool like every freaking day. And uh, my, <laughs> my wife dropped our four-year-old off at, at the Montessori school that they go to. And uh, she, she goes up to her teacher and she says, my mom put vodka in my ear last night. And my <laughs> wife looked at her like, no, nah, 
was it? Because she put alcohol and like a little bit of peroxide or something in her ear. Mm-hmm. But she was able to correlate alcohol with it. vodka. <laughs> yeah, and she and she, she so she told her teacher that uh, my wife put vodka in her ear last night. That was like awesome. okay. Well, that's uh, old Russian trick. Not exactly. <laughs> yes. Not exactly what happened, so but uh, okay. <laughs> probably probably would have worked. But yeah. no, yeah. So, sorry, off subject, but I, I thought that, of that. That is pretty, pretty funny. funny. I have, we have a pool, and it's completely useless right now. Yeah? The, oh, the sun, where are... are you the, have a cage, too. Yeah, it's caged. And then, not only is it caged, but there is completely wooded behind oh. us. And so it only gets like an hour or two of like direct sunlight. What's your temperature right now? Do you know? Yeah, it was like... When I'm temp- it was like 70 degrees. Oh, no. No, no, no. Yeah. When so I it earlier, it was 70 degrees. Mine, I had a thermometer in it. it mine's like at 80, and I'm direct sun. No, we have a cage. But I do have a heater on it. I haven't turned it on yeah. yet. No, Because like, 80, I think, is still okay. And I can tell the previous owner, like, he had, he made this makeshift solar heater that's out in the yard. And where he has it positioned, sun does go on it. And I tried to hook it up, but it leaks. So I had to yeah. unhook the pull. I had to unhook the pull from it. But I understand why he did it. Because, like, we were in, we were at the end, end of November... At the end of September, beginning of October, and it was starting to get like it was hard to get in the pool at that point because of how because there's woods. Our whole only, we have a whole acre, but only a half acre cleared, and so the whole back is still wooded, and, which makes a nice privacy fence, but it doesn't allow for the uh, sun to directly hit the pool. So <laughs> our kids jump in it all the time, and they're like they're in it for like five minutes, and then they're right back out. Like they don't last fifteen about fifteen minutes is about all, all they get in the pool. People up north are giving you the finger. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's 70, <laughs> large, 70 degrees. It's amazing how many people up north have pools, though. That's the crazy thing. Like, you fly over some of that stuff, and you're like, how do you have a pool here? Like, yeah. It's good for, like, a month. Yeah, up north? Yeah. I don't get I don't, it. I don't understand it. Pools up north. I don't know how I used to swim in the ocean up there. Yeah. You go up there now and put my feet in, and it's too cold. Right, so yeah, the pool, I have, it's 70 July. degrees. <laughs> and back when I lived in West Virginia, I would say, oh, 70 degree water, that's amazing. But oh, I, I, I had family in Vermont, and we would go up to Vermont like every summer, and we'd go to this little creek, and it was like 45 degrees or something. We'd go swimming and thing all the time. Like, it was no big deal. But I go up there now, and I'm like, this is, yeah. like, what is, it's like mountain spring water yeah. coming. Like, no. And it was like July. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. Not for me. Yeah, it's crazy. Like you can swim in the spring. Everybody's like, "Oh, you can swim in the springs year round." Yeah, right. You can. It's seventy-two degrees, but it's seventy-two degrees in the summer too, which yeah. is too cold for me. Yeah, in the summer's fine because you get out and it's like eighty degrees. But you get out in the wintertime and it's like sixty-five. No. It's like no, no. <clears throat> I dove uh, Alexander Springs and it was like February one time, and that sucked. Like there's like yeah it'd be fine I'm like yeah it wasn't fine I, there was nothing fine about that even with the wetsuit on you're getting out and your head's freezing just gotta save your pee until you get in the yeah wetsuit <laughs> yeah that's, that's what always secret you gotta get in that yeah, wetsuit you gotta get in the wetsuit so you gotta get in the wetsuit you pee so like yeah I was on our rescue dive team up like north and we had to dive <laughs> so in, warm yeah. we we had to dive in the Ohio River. And the high river is just nasty and cold, and you don't see shit. And there's no such thing as rescue diving anybody. We're just recovering bodies. But it was it sucks so bad. We'd all wait until we had to jump in the water to pee, so we'd like pee in our wetsuits to keep us warm. Uh, and you had to use like twelve pound, like probably about twelve to fifteen pounds of weight just to hold you from yeah. the current taking you down. We had and we had like ropes tied to us, so we wouldn't yes. like end up like the guys were trying to <laughs> recover. <laughs> it was bad. That sounds terrible. Why'd you bring that up? Uh, well, we, were just talking about, just we were talking about wetsuits, and it just reminded me of diving in the Ohio River. <laughs> uh, we don't want to dive in the Ohio River. It's bad, nasty. We dove in the zero percent. Like they talk about visibility, yeah, zero. There's zero. zero. Huh? You used to go spearfishing in the Gulf in like January, February. It wasn't that bad even. I mean, it's yeah, still Gulf stays warm. Degrees. Yeah, yeah. In a yeah. wetsuit when you're comfortable in the Gulf, the Atlantic gets a lot colder. But no, like it, the Gulf. Uh, that's the so, so I grew up on that coast, and my God, man, in the summertime, you're talking like 90-plus degrees, that water sometimes, oh, yeah. and I'm like, my goodness. It's like a Red hot tub. tub. Well, yeah, so so I grew up. Water implications. Right? I grew up in Tampa Bay, like right on Tampa Bay, and it was, like literally it would be 90-plus degrees in that, yeah. you know, where, where we'd go, and it's just, that's hot, man. Yeah. I mean, my, my spot at the house went well. 
my ultra pregnant wife is like, you know, I, I set it at like 97 degrees so that yeah. she's not cooking the kid, but right. <laughs> but still it's like, man, that just feels like the golf. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not supposed to get in the hot tubs when you're pregnant. Well, as long as you keep the temperature down. Yeah, I kept, I, I, you know, I can control it. You know, if it's 105 degrees, then yeah, it's yeah, probably, but, it's gonna cook you know, she's, <laughs> she's 98 degrees anyway. I, yeah. I keep it at 97, so she, she can get How in How much further you got? It's almost there. You're almost ready to have a baby, right? Uh, I mean, what to say? It literally could be any minute. Yeah. I don't know. She's technically due November 11th. It's not going to wait that long. Right. I can tell you that right now. I still don't have a name, so does anybody have a, anybody have any suggestions for this a, a girl too? Right? A girl name? Yeah, you can only put out girls. I, that's all I got, man. That's all I got <laughs> in me. All I got in me is girls, man. Yeah. I was right lucky, man. I got a boy first. That, that fixed it all. I was like, all right, good deal. I don't care what else comes out. Yeah. <laughs> we got a boy first. My wife tells she, the last one. She's like, oh, it's 50-50 chance. No, it's not. It's not a 50-50 chance at this point. It's like 80-20 racks. I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have three girls plus a wife. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of girls. It's a, lot of, a lot of estrogen. A lot of estrogen in that. Yes. Which is why I have a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here a lot. I'm here a lot. So, uh, oh my god, my ten year old man, she she's becoming like a tween, like, and she oh no. ha- and she now hates my eight year old. So like, they share a room. Like two girls share a room, and they like. She cannot stand her sister. So it's like this tween, and then you got the eight year old. So the eight year old's still like acts like a kid and my 10 year old's like starting to mature and it's like oh my god she's right sounds difficult it is very (laughs) difficult (laughs) it's a nightmare it is a nightmare so we got the guest bedroom and I've moved the uh, I moved my 10 year old to the guest bedroom and now the 8 year old is crying every night because their sister's not not there Uh, but it's better than her stomping her like like wanting to beat her down because she won't shut up tripping each other (laughs) yeah I lay down for two seconds and I hear screaming from the other end of the house. And I'm like, God, please stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's yeah. not bad. Like, I didn't go through this with my, my 11-year-old. He's, he's like, I'm just a boy. It's like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, chill. No. <sighs> yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. Oh, God, get both um, of them at that age. It's going to be terrible. That'd be awesome. Yeah, my first two are eight. <laughs> you got to look forward to it, too, man. Yeah, you're in it, too, oh. man. Uh, These girls know. are going to be the death of me. I can tell you that and that's right that's the problem. Now. Your kids are super cute too. That's the problem. Yeah. Keep them bouncing over here. It's going to be his sons. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to all be my fault. It's going to be your fault. My boys are so this easy. This podcast is going to get really awkward in a few years. My boys are so easy. They're just so simple. My uh, girls are so difficult. It's like, uh, Stop it. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> just telling you. No, I don't want to hear about it. Uh, I'm just glad we put it in a pool because yeah. it occupies them. I need well, no, my wife is probably going to give birth in it this next time, which I'm not yeah. sure. Do I have to drain this pool afterwards, or how does that work? I'm not sure. There's YouTube. They come out swimming, right? I mean, that's what I hear. <laughs> Probably use the hot tub. Well, I think we're we're gonna use the hot tub at first, and then I think she's gonna do. Yeah, so yeah, we use the big blow up. I was about to say you got. So we did too. Yeah. The first, but we were at a birthing center. The problem is the birthing center that we were using closed. The one on um, Mason. Mason. Yeah, Yeah. we went. Yeah. You went there too. Yeah, we went there. Okay, so we used that, and they're closed. So now the problem is the next closest one is like Orlando. Yeah, they moved. I thought they moved to Deland. Yes. So we're still using we're still using the midwife. The problem is, I'm not driving all the way out. This is the third kid. Right. We're champs by then. This one's gonna fall out. So I'm not driving all the way to Orlando. (laughs) Stop. What are you laughing about? (laughs) That's the way it works. How this works? I know. Once it, you put it so eloquently. Listen, Once our water listen, I had an eleven percent whatever, and I had a six yeah. percent whatever, and I had a, a straight vodka before that. Right there so. with Legend on our fourth kid. Literally, they broke her water. She told they she told them, "Do not leave this. Do day. not leave don't, the room. Don't go anywhere. Like this is coming out." Literally two minutes. Yeah. After she they broke her water, it was like poop by the end. See, that's so, what I'm concerned about. The doctor didn't even make it in. It, no. Yeah. 
I was very sure the next podcast we do, I'm going to be talking about how I delivered our third child. (laughs) And I'm not kidding about that. (laughs) I am preparing myself mentally to deliver. I've got the catcher's mitt out. Sharpen your pocket knife. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, seriously. (laughs) This is what happens when we've had 11% 11 beer. We've got a nice shun, you know, nice sharp knife at the house. You know, we're going to make this happen. Chip clip. Yeah, it's chip clip and a shun knife. That we're good. That's all we need. We all live close. So. Yeah, well, that's right. No, I don't. Morrow is right around the corner, so I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm 40 I'll, minutes away. I'll call Morrow. <laughs> hey, Morrow, help me. My chip clip broke. My chip. <laughs> I need another chip clip. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you all live on the same street right, or something? Pretty much. Around, uh, we're, uh, I, could, I could walk to Morrow's house very quickly. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no. Oh man, that's too funny. (laughs) That's my that's my issue. Is we're getting way off subject here, but (laughs) how do I like? I have a four and a six year old, so I don't really want them to be there when every send them to the grandparents. Yeah, but how do you know the grandparents aren't close? Stay in your room. So my yeah, that's the problem. So my grand so the grandparents are are three are 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 in Port Orange, so they're twenty five thirty minutes away. I actually have experience with this because my my younger brother was born at home and in the morning, but we were getting ready for school, and all of a sudden my mom decided she's gonna her water's gonna break. And uh, I don't think she decided, but yeah, gravity decided. (laughs) Gravity decided my mom's water's gonna break. So we got to experience my mom having a baby. As we were getting ready to go. So we didn't go to school that day. See, this is my problem. I don't want baby. my kids to turn out like my book. <laughs> I was eight years old and I remember it vividly. That's what I'm saying. I don't want my kids to have that memory. There was nothing that anybody could do either because we were we were like getting ready for school. It's like 6.30 in the morning and like baby is coming. Yeah. And my aunt luckily was a labor delivery nurse and she lived two blocks away. I'm not, by the way. Right. <laughs> and so my mom's calling the, call, the, my dad's on the phone with the, and this before, like, your cell phone was a bag. Like, and so my dad's out on the back deck with a bag phone. My, my mom, like, people are, Antenna. it was crazy. They're calling, the, they're calling the fire department. Like, the fire department was the ambulance service. And so they're trying to call my aunt to get there. It was, it was I remember this, like, vividly at eight years old. Like, this was, like, etched in my That's brain. That's my problem. I don't want, I don't want my kids to be permanently scarred. It was wild. All right, all right Mara, we talked about this earlier. I might be calling you at three in the morning. I told you. You might be coming around to come pick up my kids. Yeah, you, you need to have him come get your kids. Because I remember I might have that happen. And it was bad. It was just so bad. Just bring the camper around, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Stick with the camper. Just bring yeah. the camper yeah. around. The worst part about it is the hospital that actually sent my mom home the night before and said she wasn't ready to have it. The baby wasn't coming. Uh, she's pretty and, ready. And we, we had that with with, uh, with Mila. Yeah. I mean, I don't want any, like, I couldn't do the home birth thing. No. I don't want to be surprised. Like, oh, you're having some cramps? Okay, let's go to let's the hospital. <laughs> you know? And they tried to send her home a couple of times. Like no, I'll walk around. I walk, and uh, yeah, don't leave the hospital. Quick, so <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. So yeah. the first one, our first daughter is six now. She Carmen was twenty four hours. Like it took a long time to get that one out. That's how we were in the first one. Yeah, it was like I think twenty six or twenty eight hours. Even. Yeah. 24 hours it was, and that was on the number because they were like, look, if you don't have this baby, we're going to have to send you to the hospital. Because like I said, we were at a birthing center, so they were like, 24 hours is the cutoff. If if this doesn't happen, you're going to the hospital. She's like, at that point, she was like, nope, this is not happening, so I'm not getting transported. The second one was like three hours. No, I don't even think it was three hours. No, it wasn't. We... We went to the we went to the birthing center, and I want to think we went there at three in the morning, maybe two in the morning. We were home by six. I mean, it was. Oh, they send you home. Yeah, oh, they send you home. Same day. Like same three day. hours. Like, yeah. so they they monitor for like three hours. Everything's good. You're home. So that that's the nice thing about those kind of things is you know we did the we did the um, you know the whole what the heck was it. The, the uh, Moss. Well, no, the uh, birthing the, center. Birth, yeah, the birthing we did the birthing center, center, and it's you know, you know, they 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 monitor you, make everything, make sure everything's good, and after three hours, if everything's fine, they send you home. Yeah. So wow. after after three hours, you know, the first one was born at five oh nine in the morning. We went, you know, by eight o'clock, we were home. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, um, 
up in West Virginia, they have uh, St. Mary's Medical Center. It's ran by the Catholic Church. And it's really cool because it's, it's all private suites. And you're only in there like less than 24 hours. Like once the baby's out, they, they, the, the nurses there, the, it's just the way the Catholic Church kind of does it. Like they monitor for like 24 hours and you're gone, you're home. You're yeah. Home. Like literally, the longest they kept us there, like that's the longest you could possibly stay was like 12 hours, like 24 hours. But like with Zane and Annie both, we were home within 12 hours. Oh, yeah. But they kept Jordan for 24 just because when she came, she came out so fast that she aspirated a little bit of the fluid. Oh, they and so they had, sure. they wanted to like monitor for like 24 yeah. hours. So we, we were only, we were there for like 24 hours, but it's like a birthing center up there at St. Mary's. Uh, it's like a birthing center. Everything's done naturally. Yeah. And it's great. It was, it was a really good experience. Yeah. Both of ours were after three hours. Yeah. Then we down here with legend, we went there to the one on Mason. That Agape you there. Yeah, Agape. Yeah. yeah. They were great people. They're really nice. We enjoyed yeah. it. We're still using, so Karen used to, was the owner over there. Yeah. She, we're still using her. Yeah. And uh, she's coming, she's just coming to the yeah, house. Yeah, she's now. a really sweet lady. We, yeah, we super met nice Karen. Lady. Um, a lot of the Palmer students go there. Yeah. So she knows, we were recommended to go there. And then they asked us if we wanted to go to the birthing center, if we wanted to go to the house. So we went to the birthing center and it just worked out a lot better. So what, if, what do you just call her? And hope she's available. They'll come to that. Yeah. She'll oh, come no, she's on call. She's on call. Like, yeah. She knows. Yeah. Like so, so like she'll, right now, she'll like, be there within like ten minutes, fifteen yeah. minutes. She's fast. Yeah. So, so we, she knows that she's doing it at home. They've actually come to the house. They've done a walk around to make sure they know where everything is, know what they need to do, yeah. and um, they right now, like you know, she's at thirty-seven weeks. So it, I think at 37, 38 weeks, they're yeah. Sydney that, always that's has, like prime time. So yeah. they know it's going to happen. Sydney always has hers at thirty-seven weeks, yeah. between thirty-six and thirty-seven weeks. Um, and she was working a football game. She literally worked a football game the night before and had Legend the next day. It was insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Alicia always ran right up. Yeah, the she, yeah. yeah. yeah so well, Jenny, game. she walked three miles. We went to the beach, and she walked three miles on the beach that day. Hmm. And, yeah. you know, and then the second one, she went in, she went into labor that night. You know, a couple hours later, she was, it was done. Like, we were, we were back home. She went into labor probably at two o'clock in the morning. She probably had the baby at three o'clock in the morning, and we were home by six. Wow! I mean, before the sun came up, we were still home. Pretty good yeah. turnaround. We yeah. had ours at Advent. I went to Halifax. Yeah. Well, yeah. Worked out fine. Yeah, they're good. They're both <laughs> good. good. And I'm done, so I'm not going to talk to you guys about my next experience. No, listen, I I'm am finished. done. Huh? I'm finished. I'm finished. 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 Working it. Listen, if you haven't stuck a fork in it yet, I haven't, and I need to. I need to. Down there, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done the procedure, but all right, I'll be. I want to get the procedure. Yeah, I'm just practicing abstinence. Okay, well that works too. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work for me. So (laughs) (laughs) it works for you. Doesn't work. So my problem is, so I I feel like you need to have like. Can we do like a group rate? Like a group rate, or like a bus tour, or maybe like a. A guy that's a do we know, know a surgeon that will do this like group rate? We get a urologist, we can like do him up on the yeah. deck up here. I'm fine with that. Yeah, we can Except light us all up. Table, yeah. <laughs> we can have a few drinks, light <laughs> us all up. Or if we have to go, if we have to go to the office, that's fine. We can like <laughs> get like a limo. Don't that's that's really a bus. Have to do <laughs> no, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably health. You know, plenty of alcohol to sterilize yeah. anything. <laughs> True, you're right. But at the same time, we can you know we can like you know rent a tour bus or something. You know, little. Limo or something. Yeah. Can I'm, we make I'm, a day out of this? Yeah, we sure. could. Yeah, we could do it. We could hit the like, party. Can we do a podcast? Yeah, we could do a podcast. We'll wow. do it at the, at the doctor's office. And maybe he'll give us a, a, a cheaper rate because we're like... We're advertising. Yeah, advertising. For Group rate. So we should go, yeah. go, to the, go to the brewery, have a couple beers, come to the distillery, have a couple drinks. Yeah, frozen, frozen lemonades. Yeah. And then we can roll on over. We'll be good and yes. ready at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get mm-hmm. it done. They're not going to turn us away like a tattoo shop would, though. Because like if you have too much alcohol in your system, your blood's thinned out. We have to clear this beforehand, I guess. Right, we'd, we'd have, have to clear it before. Yeah, we had to. We clear all how intoxicated? How intoxicated can we be when we get this done? That's yeah, gonna be the question. The problem is, is we all like have three that beers issue. and two frozen lemonades. I mean, like, what are we talking? We're good. <laughs> <laughs> good. I think you know, as long as we, I think if we clear it beforehand. Yeah. They know we're all going to be liquored up anyway. Either way, even <laughs> if we got to do this, we're all going to be liquored up. Imagine anyway. how much this is going to save us for. A lot. Yeah. It's gonna save us a lot of money. This might be a retirement. Maybe we can have a, maybe we can have a, a urologist, you yeah, know, sponsored podcast. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Sharif was telling me that there's like some someone around here does it for like five hundred bucks. 
See After we had Legend, he told me. But if we could do. See if we'll do four for a grand. Could, I'm about to say, if we could do four for a grand, <laughs> and then we, then we do a, a paid sponsorship on the podcast. Yeah. What can. if he only gives you half off, though? Uh, I don't want half off. No, no, I want the full deal. I want, yeah. the, I want the full meal deal here. I don't want to. Yeah, I have to get all the street and see who that doctor was that does it for like 500 bucks a piece. So, like, then we could, like. Yeah, we, we could do a little wheeling and deal. Wheeling and dealing with him to do advertisement. We'll, we'll advertise him for him for like a year. <laughs> Listen, I'll put his. This I'll put his I, haven't my, cats, I haven't had any more kids. I'm still shooting blanks. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, doesn't your wife want another one? Yes. <laughs> so you, oh, you can't get. Yeah. My yeah, wife is good. very sure she's done. So that's good. So change your mind in a month. Yeah, she probably will, but yeah. I'm not. <laughs> so. At 34, I just can't see myself having another kid. Like, I just can't, like... At 34. I can say fuck because we already got the E on it. Yeah, we already got the E. Shut At 34. Yeah. You can't see yourself having another no. kid at 34. No, I can't. All right, good. Again. Because <laughs> right now, Legend's I am three. way too old to have yeah. another child. <laughs> but I am. Because Legend's three, man. When he's 20, I'm going to be 50. Shut up. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad at all. It's not uh, bad. Let's see if you get the AARP I'm discount. I'm already, getting those <laughs> letters. I'm already getting those letters in the mail, okay? Yeah. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not good, man. It's not good. It's funny. I'm 41 going on 42. Yeah. And having a, you know, any day now. So, again, <laughs> shut up. Every 16. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to spit out your beer there. <laughs> Laughing at me having another child. That is not very nice. He's going to spit on his keyboard. Oh He's going to spit on his keyboard. He's got to buy another computer. Like, sorry, guys. This whole podcast, this podcast is done. He hey, lost the whole we thing. We hijacked this computer. Thank you. I'm not going to say words. No, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. You, no, you've gone too far. You've we had, had too gone. much to drink. We've had too much to drink. i got to ride a motorcycle home to Pomco's. <laughs> Lucky for you, we've got... Yeah, time. time. We got time to kill. Oh, this has been fun, guys. We are uh, almost at our hour mark, and uh, we have drank a lot of beer and a lot of uh, rum and a lot of good stuff. This is man. This uh, yeah, that that beer is really good. Yeah, both of them actually. I'm Tart barrel aged. Yeah. yeah. Cloud nine was good too. Yeah, the cloud nine is always a great beer. It's one of my favorites when I go to the brewery. <clears throat> that Slurpee machine would. Then yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, they'll say they froze. The Slurpee machine. Ugh. The frozen lemonades are rough. How much do those cost? Uh, we do uh, we do sixteen ounces for eight bucks. Ugh, that's a deal. Oh, that's that's good. And I usually put a floater on top. Uh, yeah. So it's uh yeah it's maybe if I knew on the way home. It's oh, not man. on my way home, but it's delicious. The good thing is, is I think we can <laughs> technically do uh, drinks maybe. to go here too. <laughs> well, that's cool. So, yeah. I'll take a gallon pitcher. <laughs> exactly. Can I get a gallon and a half of that? It was, sure. The bad part needs to be melted by the time I got home. Can you fill up my Yeti bucket? I can, <laughs> I can try. <laughs> Next time I'm going to have to bring the Yeti cooler. That's what I'm <laughs> See, that one you need a visual for. That's where we need the cameras. Right yeah. We need to start videotaping this. Oh, man. No, that's uh no, yeah. I mean, we we're starting to sell drinks, which is cool. We've got the the frozen drink machine, which is terrible, by the way. For all Nobody wants frozen drinks. Mara, come this way. We all want frozen drinks, but at the end of the day, I can't get you can't. Get, this is a very large. This is a big table. table. This is a really come big on, Mara. Yeah, Mara, go over there. Get a little, a little close. Up. Up. You're still not there. This is wow. Where are you at, Mara? Are we, uh, I don't <laughs> think we're going to have to. We ain't going to have to. Fuck it. Come over here, Mara. Let's go this This side. I got it. Yeah, this this is definitely going to have to be edited. Whoa. Whoa. I'm going to drop it. I'm over here and just. <laughs> there, that's good. That's just as loud. I got it. We're good. We're all waiting. These damn, I tell you what, this I damn beer. I think I hit the button. Yeah, I, no, I, I didn't. Think you did. No, I never hit the button. I didn't hit the button one time. I'm over here in Justin's pocket. <laughs> there, that diamond did. I got it. Good. It's a lot of work. I did. I got it. Look. I took a picture. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I took a picture. So proud of you. <laughs> you are special. Between the vodka and the beer, this is uh, it's been a eventful podcast here. Oh my god. <laughs> Which there's way too much Native American in my blood. This is alcohol. So when is that available? Uh, we just released it to our book club tonight. So. But how much is available to me? That's what I really want to know. How many can you buy at one time? Three, four. All right. Do you have it? You, and you have it over there? Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna release these locals only series. We have like a bunch of barrels that we're getting ready to roll out. So it's not. I mean, like this one specific one. That was. I wouldn't stock by. I get two or three. I'm gonna get like, two. Use it through the holidays yeah. or something like that. I mean, we charge ten bucks a piece for them, so we might not have that many by then. But like some people just don't get a certain beer, and some people love certain beers. You know, we do some barley wines. People are like, well, oh, I love it's that too one. thick, and this one's good. But you know, we're gonna keep yeah. being creative with different things like this. No, that's why we call it the local I love the series. Like yeah. super, super it, limited. The label on that's amazing. I and like that the is the really line. cool thing about you know about what you guys can do is you guys can do some small stuff like that. And honestly, now even the way we are, since we, they've changed the laws, we can even do. You know, we've I've got yeah, small one-off stuff yeah. too. I can do some small one-off stuff. By the way, we should do that again. We should we should come back to that whole like whiskey thing. I I was gonna talk to you after the podcast. Oh, ideas. sorry. Yeah, seems like a great idea. We'll talk about that next podcast after yeah. we all talk yeah. off the podcast. Yeah. All right, guys. We are at an hour and like five minutes. So and nobody wants to mm-hmm. listen to us for an hour. That's for sure. <laughs> Michael's got all some right. editing to do. What's that? You got some editing to do. I do. Got a lot of editing to do. Yeah, we got a lot. We got really trashed. No, I yeah. didn't. I didn't. You guys didn't. It's all good. I'm not that trashed. I can ride my bike home. Great. Luckily, we got time. All right, guys. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Slasha. Salute. Yep. Till next time, y'all have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Bikes, Brews, and Booze podcast. Make sure you go check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Anchor.fm, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you go to Anchor.fm at Bikes, Brews, and Booze Podcast. Then hit the support button on our main podcast page. And help us out to keep this podcast going. Any small donation will help us out. All right. Until next time. You guys have a great one.